welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. And tonight I'm joined by my very good buddies, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and of course, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Boys, so glad to be back with y'all. I'm excited to review uh, a fun movie later. But before we get into our, you know, our topic, how are you guys doing? Hey, can you can you believe we've been doing this for a year? Has it really been yeah, a year this, already? This, this week it's been a year. This week yep. has been a year? Yeah. Yep. We just passed our one-year mark. I've been She's s- gotten a smash cake. I've been sitting in your basement <laughs> yes. for over an hour now, and you didn't tell me that until we went live. Huh? Dude, you were yeah, just holding yeah. out on us. Yeah, he wanted that yeah. crisp reaction. Yeah, yeah, man. One year, uh, 80 episodes. This will be episode 81 as far wow. as just, uh, rec- 81 just total recordings. Yep, total wow. recordings. We're like uh, almost... Semi-professionals now, right? Yeah, kind of. You know, we got to get paid first. But... Got to make at least a dollar. Yeah, True. Somebody just wants to Venmo us and just say thanks with a buck. Yeah. <laughs> then we can finally say we're... Professionals. Semi- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Semi-professionals. Nah, man. If we're getting paid, I'm saying we're professionals. <laughs> if I've been paid once ever. Yeah, we're just once, <laughs> just for, once for doing yeah. this. Then yeah. I'm a professional. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Shimato, yourself, man, what's new? Uh, no, nothing much. You know, uh, I, I did... Uh, Accept a job offer, so that's good. I'm going to be starting something new in the fall, so that'll be nice. Congrats. Um, Yeah. Um, So looking forward to that. Um, You know, just working our way through summer and going to the Renaissance Fair, one of the geekiest, nerdiest things you can do. So, uh, dude, you need to tell them about the yeah. Royal Geek, the Royal oh, Geek yeah. Podcast. Exactly, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like spread the spread the love. You just, just need to. What did you just wear a shirt? Royal Geek Podcast, and be like, what is that? Yeah, yeah, our merch is for sale. And no, never mind. No, it's not. <laughs> but no, you should be like you go. You should go around playing "Hear Ye, Hear Ye." Our opening, nonstop, a nonstop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would, that would be pretty cool. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll just carry around a bunch of white shirts and just write on, wear it with the Sharpie "Royal Geek Podcast." <laughs> that might be low, uh, giving us budget. a bad name. Yeah, yeah. Like low, we're budget. So low budget. <laughs> yeah, got to embrace it. We give that nice underground feel. You know. Oh yeah, to, sure. To our podcast. Yeah. Yes. See if there's. Yeah, man. I think uh, go for it. Why not? Yeah. I mean, anything we can do to get more listeners. You know what I'm saying. So, hey, speaking of new listeners, uh, thanks to all of our listeners, old and new, who've been tuning in for the last year. That's amazing. Wow. Um. Yeah. Golly, that's crazy. Uh, we want to thank you so much for listening. We want to ask that you would please review our podcast. Leave a review for us uh, wherever you listen. Please subscribe to the podcast. Wherever you listen, and especially if you're on Apple, leaving us a five-star review goes it, – it just goes so far in helping us to get new listeners. So we would love if you would uh, help us out with that. Um, yeah, we're actually – we're ranked in New Zealand's uh, on Apple. Come on, the Kiwis. Oh, yeah. fancy. How about that? My uh, my Kiwi friends, shout out, man. I love that. I've been to New Zealand twice, so. That's probably why we are ranked there. Yeah. So, yeah, means I'm way cooler than you two. Because I've gotten to go to New Zealand. Where's the coolest place y'all have been to? I mean, coolest place? Yeah, what's the place like you brag about going? Mine's definitely New Zealand, no, so no, good no. luck beating that. I can't beat that, sorry. Yeah. Mexico. Mexico. Boom. Uh, I've been to America's Hat. Canada. Okay. <laughs> yes. I'm just, just waiting for it there. Yes. You were also in New York a few weeks ago. That's yep. cool. Yeah, I've been, all, I've been all up and down the eastern seaboard. You know, there's lots of cool places that I've been. Um, I did go to Jamaica. I, liked, yep. I did okay. like Jamaica. Yeah. Stayed at a nice like, I mean, resort where I had like a butler and a maid. It was pretty awesome. Oh, that is pretty awesome. Uh, I mean, I I don't really have anything that cool. Uh, yeah, that's I've really never cool. really been to <laughs> any super cool places. I've done like You've I never said, had I've a butler a or a maid of, before. Like they just came yeah. in and like made me dinner. It was 
That's, that's pretty cool, actually. That's really cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I woke up to fresh made breakfast. I didn't have that in didn't New Zealand. Didn't have anything to worry about. I didn't have that in New Zealand. So. And it hasn't gone to his head at all, you know, no, I mean, where he acts. Anything else you want to say about world. Jamaica? Go there. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. All right. You know, you know, hearing that you've been to Jamaica is making me crazy. Hey, I was, uh, <laughs> I was just in Panama City Beach, so... Ah yes, um, what is it? America's toilet? No. Yeah, dude, it no. felt like yeah. it. It's pretty, it's pretty I went, crummy I went, down there. I went a couple months ago or last month or something, yeah. and dude, it was just gross. Yeah, it was, it's, it's yeah. pretty nasty. I mean, it's obviously the taint. It oh, sucks. Yeah, for sure. Oh <laughs> my gosh. I mean, yeah. Aside from a, a couple good food places, yes, right. Shout out Diego's, baby. Shout out Diego's. <laughs> oh man, I love that place. All right, uh, did you go? What was that the barbecue place? Did you yeah, go there? It's Back Beach Barbecue. Oh, did you go there? Yeah, oh, I went so there like good, three man. times. Yeah. Gosh. All right. Well, if you're listening, uh, the funny thing is, a few of the people that are listening. So my some of my friends know how much I talk about those restaurants in general. Mm. And they're going to be like, I can't believe he's talking about this on another podcast. Because, <laughs> like, I spent a whole other podcast on another show I did talking about, like, Panama City and... The eating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Um, let's talk about... We're, like, five minutes in haven't said anything of uh, significance yet. Uh, it's probably going to be a long episode. So what we want to encourage you to do is scroll down and look at the show notes. You might want to skip ahead to various parts of the show where we talk about some news and our main spotlight. We're actually going to be reviewing... A Netflix film, uh, Army of the Dead. It's a Zack Snyder film. It's a zombie zombie movie. Um, we're going to review that on this episode. So you might want to skip ahead to that if you don't want to hear the news. But here are some news topics. The first one, um, this week, we finally, guys, we finally got a trailer for The Eternals. Yeah, I'm shocked, to be honest with you. I didn't think we were going to see any footage of this at all. Yeah, you, so I've been talking about my... Uh, my big conspiracy theory about it being an X-Men film. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Now that there's an actual trailer. You know you're wrong. Well, it's funny because you said you don't like the trailer. I, I don't. Uh, I don't yeah. like the trailer And it made all. me think like, well, maybe they're just using some. I'm just going deeper. I'm like a true conspiracy theorist. <laughs> no matter how much evidence there is that I'm wrong, I'm going to find a new avenue, a new route. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they just use fake footage. To cover up the real movie they're making. I'm, I mean, <laughs> like, like I said, like I told you guys earlier, um, and it actually is something that you know, as I've become more adept at you know trailer watching and the weird, like I know that sounds a little. You're good at you trailer know, watching. You yeah, are. like um, when how much dialogue there actually is in the movie that is in the trailer is actually a pretty big uh, sign of, like, where the movie's at or where the confidence of the movie is. Yeah. And there was only one line of dialogue in the entire movie that was – of the entire trailer. It was at the very was actually end, right? in it, yes. Um, it was a – it was a, just a random, like, joke at a table. Um, and that doesn't necessarily show well for the confidence of the movie overall. Um, and they had, to, they had to lean hard into their uh, their biggest property, like yeah. when they talked about it, like Avengers Endgame. Yes. Uh, with Captain Rogers and yeah. uh, Iron Man. Yeah, because it, um, it was all narration over, over the top as they showed different scenes as they were going through everything. So that doesn't necessarily bode well for the confidence in the movie or how well the movie come out or, you know, what they may be doing with it. Um, and... It could even lean to that idea of the theory that it's not necessarily, you know, a true Eternal movie because, I mean, maybe their dress is that kind of stuff. But, you know, I mean, you never know. They literally, they only showed you one line of dialogue. Like, how are you supposed to know what the movie's really about? You get one line. 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was technically what's called a teaser trailer, which to me is funny because I feel like teaser trailers used to legitimately be like thirty seconds, yeah. forty seconds, yeah. but yeah. now they're kind of referred to as the first trailer, and it's two minutes. So yeah. it's it's like, is it a teaser trailer? Because parts of it feels like it's a teaser trailer, but then when it's two minutes, you're like, but it's also like long, yeah, and yeah. you're expecting more if it's going to be two minutes. You know, I don't know the feel of the whole entire trailer like i just was not not in into it at all like it it really felt like a like a low budget dc movie yes <sighs> yes that is what i like uh, after we saw it Ooh. that is what i was i called out to you guys i like, need to this take a shower like a, yeah oh for real yeah. i was know? like this feels like a dc movie and it just felt i felt really glossy yeah what it which is that dc like general look is everything looks really glossy when you are watching it and um marvel tends to not do that as much um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see how it ends up with everything, but, um, it, it, it definitely had some pretty big red flags from this first trailer. Yeah. Um, you know, it, we'll, we'll see if the people, if, if, you know, it can be carried. Um, also, I mean, the cast is interesting, but there's a lot of hit or miss in there. Like even, like even their biggest, you know, name on there, Angelina Jolie is very, like she's very hit or miss. Like she makes some really, really good movies, and then there are movies, some movies that are just awful. You know, Selma Hayek isn't really known for making you know high budget movies that are good. She's more an independent. When they're good, they're usually more like an independent movie. Um, and then you have a bunch of unproven people, and like Kit Harington and Richard Madden, um, and then Kumail Nanjiani, who I think is really is really talented. He's, but, he's great. But I, once again, he hasn't really had the chance to shine in a big budget movie yet. Um, he's done a lot of stuff on the small screen. And he had one well received movie in The Big Sick, um, which, was, which was good. It was yeah, a great it, was, movie. it was. Yeah, but it was. like, it, it's just there's a lot of like uncertainty in my mind with the cast choices as well. Because, like I said, the big people who have already proven it's almost it's yeah, almost like if all of those actors and actresses you just named. Also paired well for an X Men franchise, <laughs> and like you would have some some good possibilities. I just, I just can't even picture who they would play in their as their X Men counterparts. Like I well, really, yeah, I really couldn't. I like, mean, Angelina Jolie, I can't see her playing anybody in the X Men universe at all. Yeah. So I yeah, I think that's gone, man. I'm uh, I'm gonna stop <sighs> uh, pouring some fuel on that fire. You gonna, you gonna and, unplug uh, my I'm microphone? Gonna, I'm gonna put it out. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not happening. All right, we. Yeah. For sake of time, we'll move on. I mean, Eternals trailer. Uh, here, here's what I'll say. We'll close here. Um, Not excited about this movie. <laughs> no, no way, man. You got it. Here's my point. Not excited until they make a bad film, Marvel. You got, you got to be hopeful. My prediction is this will be the worst movie they ever make. Yep. You, you think so? Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, okay. that's my prediction. That's my prediction. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna start back be, to it'll this. It'll be worse than the movie that I will never name. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the final movie of the Metal Man series. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, there's definitely a lot of red flags around it. And a lot of it has to do with, like like I said, the production and the things that they – the way they've been presenting things to us. This is a really late release of the first teaser trailer for such a large movie. Um, this you guys is, are going to be laughing at me when we go into that movie theater and it's an X-Men movie. And y'all are buying my popcorn that night. All right. uh, I do not buy movie popcorn, so that's not. But you're buying happening. mine. You're buying mine when we walk in there. I'll buy you an entire box. And you realize of movie it was all theater fake. popcorn. I, I will use my my uh, my free birthday large popcorn for you if every, I'm right. Yeah, if you're right. I'm gonna I'm gonna expect more than just popcorn, boys. I'll, I'll, I'll go find oh. a random popcorn that was left by somebody and give it to you. All right, moving on. 
More Marvel news. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll talk more about Eternals, you know, for the next time they have a trailer. And maybe by then we'll have two lines of dialogue in it, maybe. Yeah. Um, it is funny, too, that the only dialogue was just a joke. Like, it wasn't, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, which was, did feel very Marvel, though. Like, that, yes. that felt like a classic Marvel ending to a trailer, yeah. you know. Like it when, did. When, yeah, when, it uh, did. He's, oh, we're using our made-up names. Well, then I'm Spider-Man. You know? <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Uh, more news, more news. Um, some Black Panther news. Again, p- p- half of this news is not surprising at all. They announced that Okoye will be returning yeah. in Black Panther 2. Big yeah. shocker there. Yeah, shocked. Yeah. Uh, but they also said that Okoye would be, I guess, a main part of the upcoming Black Panther Disney Plus series, which is, doesn't have a I, – I just – it doesn't have a title yet. So I don't know what to call it, but it's a Black Panther TV series. Yeah, yeah on Disney+. On Disney+. Plus. Plus. Yeah. Don't know if it's going to be – Set if she's gonna be the main character or yeah. not. Yeah. Well, we still don't know yeah. if there's gonna be another Black Panther. Like what does that what does that mean in this new yeah. age without yeah, Chadwick? Chadwick yeah. Right? Yeah, this so, is a, a completely new challenge for them to deal with. Yeah. You know, how are they gonna go about this? This is I mean, it's completely unprecedented, you know, for you know, such a large franchise to have to deal with something like this. Yeah, but um, like like a character like Okoye, like I think she's like I don't know. I think she's interesting enough to ha- to hold her own in a series. Yeah, it's, especially I agree. In, a, in a series, I could totally see that um, building off to like kind of like the side of the main um, Wakandan story a little bit. You know, you may be getting a little bit more into how the uh, the Dormilaje are like uh, built, and you know how they maybe how they pick recruits or how, however they may be going about it. You get to see a little bit more of that, that on screen. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, or that'd maybe be fun to watch. Or yeah. maybe, it's a, maybe even like a little bit of an origin story for her, you know. And you know, I, just, I, I just see how they react. Or maybe it would be interesting to see the how they felt maybe right after the bombing in, of the mm-hmm. UN. Mm-hmm. Like, because that's such a low moment. Like, in my mind, in American history, that would be like, like how the Secret Service felt after the JFK assassination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. it was, there's this group that was supposed to, that, that have this one, almost literally this one job, and they failed at it, you know, yeah. in, in a lot of ways. So, and just how, when you're built up to supposed to be this elite organization and how you would react to that, it could be a very interesting storyline to, you know, work in. Well, I feel like if they do anything origin, it's going to be hard to do because of no Chadwick Boseman. Because yeah. I feel like he would play a huge part in just her her start of whether where she's at. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just feel like it would be hard to do without the character of yeah, that's fair of Black Panther. I mean, you're. I mean, once again, this is unprecedented times for them, you know. Um, but it would be interesting to see them at least dive maybe a little bit into that. Maybe they could. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll make they they can make put it to where he was off, you know, doing his Avengers stuff, you know, and like her dealing with that stuff in that short timeline, maybe or something like that. Yeah, or even just again, maybe it's going to take place in the blip. Possibly. That'd be great. I mean, they might I'd not. Love, they I'd love won't. to see more of that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, How many times am I going to say that yeah, on this podcast? I know. Right? Yeah. yeah. You, you have me say, a strong somebody, believer now. Somebody, yeah. st- somebody call Kevin Feige. you got two things to talk yeah. to him about. Uh, a blip series and X-Men. Yeah. <laughs> Being <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Not to go back to X-Men. Anyways, uh, I can't wait for Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Sorry, it's not called Black Panther 2, but it's the second Black Panther film. And then can't wait for this, like... Wakanda slash Black Panther series. Like, I don't know what they're going to call it. Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, more 
well, not necessarily news. We usually don't talk about rumors, but um, if you've been paying any attention to all the stuff with Spider-Man um, No Way Home, it's like every week it yeah, feels there's like a there's, new rumor. there's yeah. a new yeah. rumor. Yeah. And it makes sense. It's a, it's a heavily theorized multiverse movie. Doctor Strange is going to be in it. It's yeah. going to be right before uh, – it's going to be a couple months before um, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, it's Tom Holland's last confirmed MCU-like contracted movie. Um, there's been, uh, so many different pieces of evidence of like, uh, diff- former Spider-Man actors being a yeah. part of it and yeah. former villains, villains, yeah. some yeah. confirmed, some rumored, like there's just so much. But anyways, we got some rumors this week. y'all. Yeah. I mean, they were saying that, uh, like the overarching villain is actually going to be like William Defoe's Green Goblin, which would be really cool to see. Um, yeah. but I, f- I feel like with all the set footage that we're getting, um, and we have yet to see a William Defoe on set or anything like that. I feel like that's something that could be leaked by now. But it would be so cool to see him, yeah. yeah, to see him back as Green Goblin because just I mean him as an actor is absolutely phenomenal. Oh yeah, and he was a fantastic choice as the Green Goblin. He just like his face is just it it, it bleeds villain like it just oh for sure you know yeah, he just easily. although actually he plays like a hero role a lot. But his face is just perfect for a villain, you know. So it, it makes a lot of sense that he would be a part of that. And the fact that how intelligent he was as a villain as well, you know. So he's very, very much in that realm. I could see him being really cool as something like that. Um, but, yeah, yeah I, it just seems like every single possible villain or hero has been somehow at some point attached to this movie. Yeah, and like the storyline is that more more about Tom Holland Spider-Man is yeah. uh going into the other multiverses. So like him going into Sony and him going into yeah. um like Andrew Garfield's world and yeah. uh uh Tobey Maguire's. Yeah. So I don't know. Um Which I don't finger crossed. I think that's the best way to do yeah, it. Yeah, that is the best way I think to so, like not bringing the those universes into the MCU but rather uh him yeah. going out of it. So I mean, we'll see where they go with this. I'm I mean, I'm definitely interested and I am on board for whatever they decide to do with Spider-Man 3. It's a safe bet that we're all going to watch it. Oh, easily. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, nah, I think that's where we that's where we stop, you know. We're just, we're just <laughs> that, gonna end it. Right that's before, where we draw the line. Yeah, yeah right before no. Spider-Man 3, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, no, I can't wait. Uh, there's not really, again, there's not news, like nothing has been confirmed. Um, what, but I do love that the more you hear about rumors, the more you'll talk to some people like, oh yeah, this is confirmed and that's confirmed. And I'm like, no, no, that part's not confirmed. That one's just so, it's just, the rumors have spun yeah. so much. Like Toby Maguire hasn't been confirmed, right? No, I, I don't believe so. No. I don't think he has been confirmed. I don't think Andrew Garfield has right. been confirmed. And people say that all the time, but just because you see something on Google, yeah, or Twitter doesn't mean that it's confirmed. Like yeah. uh, this may be the largest rumor storm I've ever seen around, like characters showing up in a movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, this could hurt the movie though I because could. of the amount of like hype behind this. Very much so. It could be. It, it could be one of those situations yeah. where people are wanting to see, like see like they, <laughs> they almost want to see a clip show in a lot of ways. Is where they're kind of like. Almost playing it out to be to where it's going to be like you're going to get everyone that you ever loved. Joe Manganiello is going to come back in as Flash, Flash Thompson. Yeah. Flash Thompson, you know, you're going to see a whole bunch of the, like everyone, and then when you only get maybe one, maybe two of those people, you you might feel a little left let down. Yeah. So I could still totally see that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For all my wrestling fan fan 
fans out there. It's like watching the Royal Rumble, expecting a bunch of like special guest appearances. <laughs> you just get like one. Uh, wow, we just that just died right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it the hype is real, man, and we. Re- well, we re- you gotta be careful because you don't because otherwise it's it'll be like um, uh, in Wandavision. Uh, when Paul Bettany says like oh, there's a big gosh, there's a big yeah. cameo, Huge cameo at the, yeah. and himself and he's just trolling he, everyone. Well, yeah, he's like he's acted with somebody he's and, never acted. And then with later, before. someone was interviewing him. He's like, "Oh yeah, that would have been pretty cool." No, I was just talking about you know myself. Yeah, because they were talking about like um, all these different people it could be. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I'm sure Marvel's doing a lot of you know like control as much as they can. Uh. All right, uh, last bit of news before we get into our movie review. This is is confirmed. This this is actually confirmed, yeah, is that Amazon has officially purchased MGM. Yeah, for $8 billion. $8 billion, which is still like um, $40 billion less than what uh, Disney paid for Fox. I guess Fox has a lot more stuff, though, than MGM. They do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but still, $8 billion, so like a little drop in the bucket for Amazon. Um, and they get MGM. So what does this mean for the future of Amazon uh, Prime Video, I guess? Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, the largest property that MGM has is uh, 007 franchise, yeah. James Bond. Um, so that's kind of a big that, that's, franchise. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, I, I think that uh, two things can happen from this, right? We can either get new James Bond properties, whether it's yeah. in the form of their TV series or – uh, obviously, there's going to be new movies, obviously, coming yeah. out. Um, but you can get that, or you can get the James Bond movie that has been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, released on Amazon Prime yeah. for, on digital rather than in theaters. Dude, when but, is that supposed to come out? Uh, Do we know? It's later this year, October, I believe. October. Yeah. Mark your calendars. We'll be I covering mean, it here. But keep it in pencil. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. That one's, Mark your calendars that one's bounced with around the pencil. Most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's the largest property. They yeah. also own uh, things like the Pink Panther, um, and they also own the Rocky franchise. And whoop whoop. yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, that includes Creed as well. Yes. So um, those yeah. are the biggest ones. Yeah, they have some huge entities that they can uh, that they can grab into, and um, you know, you know, they always say, you know, right after divorce, people make really stupid purchases. So we'll see how intelligent this purchase actually is for Bezos and uh, Amazon. But yeah, I mean, there's, I mean, there's a lot of really cool things that they could do with it. Um, they could build off of the model that Disney Plus is doing in the sense that um, the building universes, which has been so much fun um, since Disney Plus has launched, to where you're seeing the building of the Star Wars universe, you're seeing the building of the. Um, of the Marvel universe, and you know, it would be pretty cool to see a you know spinoff of something to do with um, James Bond, or you know something something along those lines. You know, um, you know, of course they could always do a spinoff of something with Rocky. I feel like that would be more difficult, but you know, I, yeah. you could do something I with think, that. I think the biggest spinoff they could do is like the James Bond world, right? Yeah. But like the after effects of what James Bond has caused in, within the MI6 organization. Oh, yeah. Like, um, like, you know, he always is, like, he goes off and does his thing. He kind of goes off off the rails. But, like, the people who have to, like, clean up after him and still, like, maintain the government order that he just, like, completely so, wrecked. So you want, like, a demolition? Like, what was it? Um, damage control. Damage yeah. control for. So, yeah, similar to that. Like, <laughs> like for example, like, in Casino Royale, when um, he shoots the, the people in the, the African area. Uh, I don't know what country they're in. But yeah. he shoots them. 
the ambassadors or whatever, the prime minister. Uh, and then he like just skates away. Like that's yeah. a huge news article. Like yeah. MI6 agent is caught uh, in the African embassy and uh, murders the prime minister. Like that's yeah. that's a huge thing that you just can't sweep over. So what is the the MI6 government agency doing to uh, kind of ice that over? <laughs> Their relationship with the U.S. government. The U.S. government's like. Stop sending this dude to do stuff. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. So that, that'd be a little cool uh, side thing that can happen from this purchase. Yeah, I mean, be, there will be some really cool stuff you could definitely do with that, you know. I think, yeah, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see. And I, I think that Prime, I mean, Prime itself is just a great deal, <laughs> you know. You get Prime Video with it, so. Which I do think with the purchase of this, they are probably going to increase the, the cost of Prime yeah. for the year. Maybe. Or just what about like a support? This his support team. Like you see, he always ends up with like the right tool at the right time. It's about like the manufacturing of the right tool and like the design of it, and then getting it to him in this like super intelligent way towards right there where he needs it. So are you talking about a a Q series? Is that what you're talking about? Pretty much like a Q, but maybe a little bit, a little bit wider of a universe. Like somebody who is. You know, not quite a double O yet, but you know their their job is to get the items to him as well. And then yeah, it would be like almost a story of Q's team where they're trying to decide, you know, what uh, like what does he actually need for this specific mission? You know, all that kind of Why stuff. Why he needs the like explosive pen? Like that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or or maybe how he they get their money for these secret missions, you know. I do that to do back back uh, door dealings to get you know money so that the money doesn't directly relate back to MI six. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. You can do all kinds of crazy things, you know, to show um, like how the real workings of these missions work because you don't really want things to like directly feed back to MI six, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Excited, for sure. Yeah. All right, Amazon has purchased MGM. And with that, we're going to move on into our main spotlight. Uh, We're going to be talking about a movie that was released on Netflix this past week. It is called Army of the Dead. It is directed by Zack Snyder, um, which, as Shimato pointed out before we started recording, of course it means it's going to be a long movie, and it was two and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, Did not expect that when I no I didn't I didn't I, hit I mean, play I, yeah um, yeah that kind of threw off my plans to get it done in one sitting but nonetheless I did complete it uh, zombie movie um, and let me think oh yeah starring Dave Bautista yes yes, yes. Um, he played Scott Ward in this film uh, any anything else you guys want to say about just bef- you know before we get into the spoiler part of the review about just the cast, maybe. Um, you know, there's a couple... I mean, are a lot of these people big names? I mean, I recognize some of them. Well, I mean, uh, Omari Hardwick is from uh, the Power series on Stars, which I I doubt you guys have seen it. But um, no. he plays Ghost, no. and it's uh, he he's really good in that series. I mean, I would say, like, the next biggest two people were uh, Tig Notaro, who is a, who's a relatively big comedian, uh, she yeah, she, played she was the funny. Helicopter pilot, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Peters, yeah. probably then there'll be like Garrett Dillahunt, who's been, who played in a bunch. Of, he always plays like a villain type of character. He yeah. was the main villain in the um, Terminator Sarah Connor Chronicles. Um, yeah, and he played that TV show. He played that uh, 
Like the executive that was supposed to be coming in with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Little punk. And then Hiroki Sonata played. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. First movie I haven't seen him holding a katana. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he usually comes standard in every Yeah, film. he does. Yeah. But, hey, a little, you know, stretching out a little bit. I love, oh, man, that little easy squeezy Japanesey. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, good Die- line. Dieter, is that how you pronounce his name? Uh, the German oh, guy? Oh, yeah, Dieter, yeah. Dieter. He's like, oh, no, we can't say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was good. All right. Um, yeah, so that's kind of the breakdown of the cast. Uh, so spoiler warning, um, we're going to review this film. So yeah, starts now. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. Um, just a brief uh, description of what happened. I'm going to try really be really brief here. Uh, basically, the uh, U.S. military uh, is moving a package from Area 51. Yep. They didn't know what was in the package. Turns out to be like a zombie, like a, a mega zombie in a sense, really like advanced zombie. Uh, Let's go ahead and call them alphas. Alphas. Yeah. That's yeah. how they used mm-hmm. to describe them. That's yep. right. And then uh, this contagion, this zombie outbreak happens in Las Vegas. Somehow they <laughs> they – uh, contain it to just Las Vegas with a bunch of um, storage containers. Storage yes, containers. containers yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that worked. So that yeah. was cool. Um, and then the movie picks up where Dave Patisa's character, Scott Ward, is recruited to make his own team of people to go into this um, zombie written Las Vegas um, paradise and steal money that is in the basement of one of the massive yeah. casinos yes about 200 million dollars and that's pretty much what happens and then there's a whole lot of action and a whole lot of things to review and talk about so yep. with that in mind let's review it boys um now that all of our listeners know the full breakdown <laughs> of what happened um so my question for you guys is okay so this is a zombie movie right yeah a zombie entity okay um is the zombie genre played out of course. Uh, probably. Yes. Probably. Okay. Um I, I did I, I I was intrigued by the idea of the direction they were taking it in though in this one. And, I will admit that. And not knowing where what you're about to say next, that that kind of alludes to just the observation I made where it is played out, which is why they tried a whole lot of in my mind kind new, of different things. Stuff, yeah. 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 Okay, which yeah. Some people might like, some people might think it's still kind of I go into every zombie thing thinking I'm not going to like it because it, to me it's like the most like copy and paste thing ever. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right? Okay. Makes okay. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah. So zombies are played out, but I feel like they they attempted to do a lot of different things, a lot of good yeah. things, um, and they hit on a few and they missed on a few. I felt like they tried to do too much, and I think that was their that, issue. Yes. Yes. Um, One of the issues. Although I did think this movie was enjoyable. From yes. from beginning to end, but I do feel like they tried to do a little too much um, yes. to spice it up a little bit. Uh, especially, there's a lot of unanswered questions yes. um, that I feel like the movie um, got, got at or hinted at, or they are going to yeah. rely on some other properties to explain. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that was like, okay, Jeez. so what I was just about to state was this felt so much like the first movie in something that they were going to make into, that they're going to make into. Like a four or five movie set, yes, um, the yeah. Snyder Cut, <laughs> where to the point to it, it was there were way too many questions that went unanswered and or were poorly answered. 
um, that I felt like they needed to do a better job of wrapping up a lot of this stuff. They asked way more questions that they ever than they ever gave answers to, and uh, I felt like uh, I felt like even like the answers that they gave sometimes were not exactly great. You know, um, they, yeah, they, they, they weren't was, satisfying. That's for yeah. sure. Like, oh my god! Like the Lily drops a line. Um, the who is who plays the coyote? The coyote who's yeah. basically you know gets people in and out of the quarantine zone. Oh, wait until it rains to come alive for a couple hours. Like I oh, was kind yeah. of hoping that would be something. That would be that would been so cool to and see. Like freaky. You all of a sudden you just like you feel a drop and it's like. And then you just see them come out, almost almost pop out of the ground like daisies, yeah. um, <laughs> and, zombie daisies. Yes, and then all like you know that maybe they that's the last thing they have to fight before they get across the border or something like that again. Yeah, I, I, so I think um, I like that they tried different things, but it also, like you said, it just I don't know. It felt like a lot, and it was a lot. It was two and a half hours, right? Yes, right. So one of the interesting things for me, one of the points I've, I've been wanting to tell y'all is it felt like such a long movie. And the way it started was kind of like, you know, you see the whole uh, military team driving this zombie. And, like, I had a feeling it was going to be a zombie in that thing. Oh, that yeah, container, Right? And then it pops open and you're like, definitely. Um, uh, but then the – how do you describe just this cinematic – Intro, right, with the music playing and the in the what is that called at the beginning? In a, a montage. Yeah, it was it was a montage, was, but it, as they were showing, like produced by and the, who it's yeah. starring, right, and then and that's when you see you mean when they stole from Zombieland. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, and you see, and that's and, how the whole outbreak happens. Yeah, and then they it that finishes by them dropping the final container piece. Uh, yeah, to seal them off. Yeah, but, somehow. But the like, entire but the entire time, you see the characters that we're going to be later introduced yes. to uh, doing their thing, like uh, yeah. the fighting the zombies and establishing themselves as uh, zombie killing experts. Yes. So, so here's my first critique, which I will also say that most of the movie I kind of enjoyed for senseless fun, but it was like it's two and a half hours, so it felt long. Yeah. But the first part felt rushed. To me, because I didn't know, I didn't understand time here. They never described, from what I observed, how much time has passed from that beginning yeah, montage yeah. until when uh, Scott Ward is recruited to go in. Like I don't know how much it's time years. has passed. Years? Did they say that, or are you just saying that? Uh, the at one point, Katie, Kate, Kate, um, does state stuff about it being being years of their relationship degrading with uh, in relation to him having to kill. The, her mother. All right. So, I didn't get the but sense that was, it was a slow years. drop. Um, it, it, it was like a qu- it was a quick drop, and it was like they were they didn't really touch on that again. But it, it was years that um so, that was in between, and it seemed like it because you see so many skeletons, right? Yeah, like, right. Yeah. So I figured it was probably a long time. Didn't necessarily know it was years, but here's my point. Here's my first critique. Like the whole, it felt so rushed, but at the same time, it literally took forever for them to get into the quarantine zone, despite the whole first part of the movie, t- movie to me yeah. feeling rushed. Did yeah. you guys feel that way? It was an hour before they finally went inside. <laughs> yeah. 
I, but uh, it felt so rushed. They, they spent some time establishing the uh, the camps, the, the yeah. camps of the people which, um, who were not infected. Which I felt like, uh, okay, this is another one of those moments that I felt like needed they, a little bit more description. I didn't know what was going to do on. Something with it, um, yeah. like, but it, once again, and it was supposed to be a social commentary, and it was supposed to be. Like showing this stuff, but it was just once again, it was one of those things where it really seemed like Zack Snyder was he bit off too much more than he could chew. And oh, look he at had, that! He didn't know what he was doing. <laughs> he never does that. Yeah, never. Like, like he did. He had no direction with what he was doing. He needs a better. He needs a better editor. He needs a better. You know, <laughs> he needs someone to rein him in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he needs right? somebody to be like, no, you got. You, you know, you gotta, here's stay the problem. Lane. I figured it out. Right, his executive producer is his wife, and she doesn't want to cause any marital problems. So wow. she's like, yeah, that works. That works. But yeah. in all actuality, it doesn't work. No. And so I feel like. Uh, one of his first directorial debuts is uh, a Dawn of the Dead, okay? It's yeah. a, a zombie movie. And so I feel like he had a lot of pressure on him to have this a zombie movie. He's returning to the genre because, uh, I mean, that was a fantastic movie, a great movie. Um, and I, I feel like his head might have gotten a little big from Snyder Cut and everybody yeah, saying. Yeah, he's writing a high. Yeah, everyone's saying that, yes, you got you, you did good with this, and, and this was this was all, all hunky-dory, right? Like all fun stuff, right? And then he tried to bite off more than he can chew in this one, and some of it some of it missed, like yeah. big, big time. And, yes. uh, but like I said before, this is still an enjoyable movie, but the, the, the question's like, I don't know if I should go. I don't know if I should go here yet, but. No, it's fine. We're. We, okay. we usually chop things up so, before we. Yeah. So like one of the main things was like uh, at towards the end of the of the movie, like they're killing zombies and they kill like this one zombie and he's got like a robotic face. Like, did yeah. You guys, did you guys catch that? No. Wait. You missed it, didn't Who? you? We should have watched it. We sh- I should have showed you this before. Like, but one, one of the characters, I think it's Dave Bautista's character, like he, he kills one of the zombies and the, one of the zombies is like a robot. Yeah, where I, where was this? What what it, point? It was in, they, when they were in the hotel. Um, when they after they had gotten it was after they gotten the money. They had already done the generator. Okay. Um, and they were trying to escape. She's so on the yeah. casino floor. Yeah, when yes. they were on the casino floor. Okay. And I think it was the same scene where the where the Hispanic guy dies. Okay, Guzman. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I. So, and I don't know exactly what was happening there. They never stop on it long enough to mention it. Did the characters even notice that it was happening? Um, All I know is old, I was I was like, "What the heck was that?" And I I did. You're going to show that to me before. The, we leave. Yeah, the only thing I could think was there's something with the alphas that is that had something to do actually with it being an alpha. Like there was something different about that one because of the alpha status. Because the same thing happened when he the same blue like. Bluish blood happened when he killed. Um, yeah, the bluish blood. It was yeah, before the, he would kill the king. Yeah, when he killed the king in, uh, in the helicopter crash after the or well, do, like during that, like that whole situation. Um, but um, you know, before that, um, but that, they, they, they didn't. The same they didn't linger long. Blood. Yeah, they didn't linger long enough to like explain or or do anything Any of with that. that. Yeah. So the only thing I can think of it is it wasn't actually a robot that it was actually just. The alphas are somehow so different that they literally bleed differently than the regular zombies. It looked like a robot. No. But, 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 but I, here's okay, the thing. I 100% here's, agree with you. It looked like yeah. a robot. Here's the thing, though, okay? It's already been like confirmed, and it's coming out like later this year, is that there is an, a prequel animated series of, of, this, of this universe. Yeah. 
uh, where th- this stuff could potentially be explained or built on. Of or how the government had. On, yeah, on how this is like a, a whole thing, right? Yeah. Uh, it's also confirmed that there is another series based, a spinoff based on this universe. Um, and it's going to be, I think it's called Army of Thieves. And it's going to follow the, the German Dieter, or, um, his his time before uh, Great. He, he got into the safe hacking job. Okay, well then can uh, I? Oh, like well, that. I was going to say. By far, my favorite part of this whole movie, <laughs> my by far, yeah. my favorite part is Dieter and Vanderho. Yes, like yes. their their chemistry, playing, was their chemistry yeah. from the beginning till the end. Yeah, with the exception, which I don't understand. Like, it, can you get out of a safe? A safe without somebody letting you out? Yeah, that was to me. That was weird. But the, there, I could see there being safe, like um, safeguards. To where you can't be locked inside of a safe. Okay. Um, that I could totally see um, when I'm thinking about it. It's the same thing like, a, you know, with freezers. Like, yeah, you can't it's get like locked into if you freezer. work at a grocery store and you're stocking a freezer, like you, you can't, can't actually be, be locked in into it. But yeah. seeing Vanderhoe go from despising him yes. till, till the end, the way they were like buddy-buddy, yeah. was to me my favorite oh, part. Okay, so I, I've, I, I love Dieter, but I, I, I don't know, like, his journey through the movie – was from like almost ground zero as a kind of boring type of character to what he learned throughout the movie that he wouldn't have been interesting until after he left the movie. Like his interesting life would have been from if he had survived from that moment on. I feel like this time before would have been kind of a boring life in my personal opinion. Yeah, um, maybe unless he's ha- unless he's had a lot of experience cracking other safes and yeah through other, other jobs, through yeah. other jobs. Like I, mean, I, I feel like I feel like it, Dieter's character can be in a lot of situations where like the movie the Italian Job, uh, like <laughs> yeah. the way that played out. Like yeah. I feel like he can be involved in mul- multiple different scenarios similar to that, which. Italian Job was a very entertaining movie. So oh, it was great. Well, yeah. well, the actual safe cracking part about it, yes, but his character seems like it would be very bland before this movie. Like he'd be a, a side, side character. character. Yeah, nothing he, like he a might main connect character. to the universe, yeah. but I don't see him being all because like all of his character building was in this movie. It was about him becoming this person who was able to shoot, who was able yeah. to, you know, overcome his own fears and things like that throughout the movie and become like it, it, it's so satisfying that he's the one who ends up saving the the um the hero in the situation instead of the other way around. You know, uh-huh. that was what was satisfying about it because he was supposed to be the person who was going to be saved, not the person who was going to do the saving. Who did saving, yeah. yeah. So I I love them. That was by far like my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I uh, I don't know. So okay. So my my favorite part of the movie was uh. Yeah, Dave, let's do things we liked, and yeah. we'll get back to the critiques. Uh, Dave Batista. Uh, I think his character Scott. Uh, I think we saw something from Dave Dave Batista in this movie that has only been uh lightly touched in other Dave Batista movies. Like he, he talking actually, about the squinty eyes. <laughs> he no no. <laughs> Um, he actually ha- he actually gets to uh, an emotional level, like in My Spy. Uh, in, yeah, like in My Spy. Like My Spy, he gets to the, like he's usually like this big brute of, guy that can't see. Yeah, like a guy who either can't see. Uh, uh, yeah, with his glasses. What was that right? movie with? Um, gosh, uh, where he 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 like couldn't see. Um, gosh, what's the the guy you mentioned from The Big Sick earlier? It was it was the two of them in that movie. Oh shoot! Oh, him that? and Kamala and Johnny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What movie was that? I know what you're talking about. Uh, 
taxi? No, something like no, that. Something like- I, I uh, took Uber, you Stuber, wasn't it? Stuber, yeah, Stuber. Yeah. Okay. yeah, he couldn't see in that one, and, yes. and he looked the same way this well, time. He's like the same thing, like so even hard. with uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Yeah, he was in the opening scene that he's in, like crusty like, old man, yeah, the, the yeah. glasses. Yeah. yeah, but I enjoyed seeing <laughs> Dave Batista get to that emotional level. That like he's he usually plays that big brute who has like a a little bit of a soft side. Uh-huh. He actually gets to dive into that soft side, and we see a different layer. Uh, even though it's like a poorly timed uh, open heart to heart with him and his daughter yeah. while they're trying to get the generator started, it's Bro. poorly timed. Like that conversation needs to wait yeah, because yeah. they're on a time constraint here because they just realize or, that. Or the... with his his little his little uh, his squeeze. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was poorly timed <laughs> yeah, too. Also Everything. poorly timed, but he gets to a, a level of acting that I feel like Dave Batista now has, yeah. has shown that he can he can do the range. Like it's it's there. He's learned. He's growing in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite parts was actually um, a little bit of a side character. She was the first female. The she was the first person to really like, you know, bite the dust. Chambers. Yeah. Like yeah. Her her that scene where she's fighting off. Yeah. The when she was when she Taking finally gets one knocked one out. Knife and yeah. yeah. When she her whole fight scene. And then you're like, like, that was a really cool fight scene. And then you get one more good scene of her yes. where she busts through the window and then she's like. Yeah, knocking them just off, mowing them down, and then you know. But then I hate for story purposes, like they leave her there, but they could easily like go and yeah, get, they've got get her enough gunpowder to yeah. knock them down. They do, and they just leave it at that. They like, leave it at that, and then she yeah. dies. I feel like carelessly. Yeah, I feel like I felt like it was a really like t- her this. It's another one of those like the story was always kind of rough, and I, the. I feel like you could call your shots on people dying really easily yeah, throughout the entire movie. Yeah, and yeah. hers was really easy because, you know, as soon as she – she's at the back of the line and she calls out a dude and is like, we're going to have to talk when we get some time. It's like, oh, she's dead. She's dead. Like yeah. you knew it. You like you knew immediately You she could was call dead. who's next. You really yeah. could. Yeah. And it was so obvious that Martin was like there for some other reason. Yeah, yeah. ulterior motive for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. For sure. Scumbag. Uh, all right. Things I liked um, – I actually love that whole scene where they were slowly going by the hibernating zombies. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah. yeah. That was See, pretty cool, yeah. Zack Snyder did a really was good that job. Different? Have you guys seen that in other, other zombie uh, of the movies? Mo- no. Honestly, no, I haven't, to be honest with like, you. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. I, yeah, I don't know if I've seen it was that a, It either. was a different take on, on the zombies as far as, like, yeah. the hibernation and stuff like that. But, like, I feel like there was a few scenes in this movie, uh, Army of the Dead, where Zack Snyder did a good job of the intensity. And, like, there was moments where I could, like... Uh, catch myself like kind of clenching my fist like, or like yeah or, yeah like, I agree or with that. gritting my teeth or like yeah. oh my gosh like this is this is like the moment right now that I'm watching is like really got me like my shoulders are up high yeah. um and it, he did a really good job playing that up I agree uh, that. for several I agree scenes and and I feel like every good zombie movie has scenes like that yeah and uh, that that sense of fear and unknown um yeah. is something that he really he built on very well I thought yeah 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 I agree with that. Um, I also loved when Vanderhoe was talking uh, about the multiverse theory. Oh man, that was okay. hilarious. Yes. So, I mean, I, you looked at the the dead skeletons. Yeah. Like, they were wearing the exact same stuff. Same stuff. So, like, we might be in like this uh, time loop theory yep. and would not even realize it until like three movies down the road. Maybe like, yep. this is this is yeah. That it, was that was pretty cool. But yeah. uh, the, the, that scene was I thought it was hysterical because like he's so committed, like his face, yeah, and his and tone, Dieter's face. He was like, yeah, he's like, well, he couldn't yeah. believe what he yeah, was. Dieter's saying. Dieter's face and he his reaction to that was yeah. was really really hysterical. All right, all right. And then the other thing I loved this to me 
was hilarious. When they were talking about dropping the nuke um, on the 4th of July, and it was the news report, and they said, and to quote the president, and, and I feel like yeah. they were literally quoting Trump. <laughs> Dude, they were like, dropping the nuke on the 4th would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. It would be really cool. Yeah. yeah. To me, it was like, that clearly was like making fun of the way Trump would probably say it, right? Oh, right. yeah. Had 100%. to be. Yeah. Had to be. So uh, they moved They moved it up a day. So they went from having 26 hours to having like two, two hours. Yeah. Two hours, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, and that's about all that I liked about this movie. So there's a lot of <laughs> nice. other things I didn't like. But what else did you guys like? What else was awesome? Um, I, I liked the fact that they had – they created a tiered system within the zombies. They did, um, yes. I, I, yeah. I, I really yeah, yeah. enjoyed that setup the to shamblers. where – Yeah, the shamblers and, you know – the ones that were the hibernating, yeah. and then you had all the alphas with the different abilities and things like that. That that, that like, was pretty like cool. the ability to use an elevator. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Zombies using elevators. Like uh, all all I gotta say is that it, it was uh, the ones that ran fast and like came at you. Like those zombies, man. Like intensely scary. Yeah. 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 The ability to know how to wear a helmet. <laughs> oh, that yeah. was fascinating, right? Because yeah. he's seeing all of his followers like just. Which get the, crushed? The, the main zombie, um, Zeus, is what he is. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's what he's going as. I like Zeus. Zombie King better. You like Zombie King? Yeah, I mean, he's riding a horse. He is. He's got but, a, he's got a helmet. He's but a he king? establishes himself in the Olympus uh, yep. casino <laughs> Peter or whatever said, hotel. Was that zombie wearing a cape? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh um, my gosh. So so I definitely liked that part of it. Um, there were a couple. The, the, there were a couple of really really good action scenes. And you know, yeah, action was good in this. Yeah, I like the action was really cool. Like there was one one scene where one of the, I think it was in the montage at the beginning where somebody jumps on like an M sixty and just literally just annihilates people down. Yeah, like just mowing them down. Uh, yeah, just like tear, tears them up. Um, and this movie also had the right amount of gore for a zombie yeah. movie as well. Like the the scene that for me that sticks out with the amount of gore was uh, the the trap door uh, yeah. before you got oh, to the safe my and it squished. The zombie and, and like it pulls, it, it apart. pulls it apart and opens oh. up. That was so good. Yeah. And then like uh, Vanderhoe had to like rip the like the the entrails. The yeah. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. man, it was yeah. disgusting. And, uh, but I loved yeah. every second of it. And I really liked. Uh, I, I found the character of Lily very intriguing. If they did Coyote. a prequel, yes, the pre- yeah. that is somebody I could see. Be that'd be a really well, cool. Like it'll be a really good way to. For she like you're going there and she sees like how this stuff is working, you know, learning slowly, about the environment. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Well, and then as she is learning, we are learning. It's a good, it'd be a good way for us to learn the like the hierarchy as she learns it organically for us to learn it. Yeah, for sure. And if you're right about it being years of time that has passed, because again, they didn't do a very good job at all of clarifying that to a me. timeline. Like, yeah, no, it not was really, not clear. Um, if that's true, then there is a lot of space to have something like that. Yeah. And, and it seems like they are going to be building a, a universe. universe. Yeah. Right. Which like the ending. I didn't, I didn't think that Zack Snyder wanted to be that guy, the universe building guy. Like, I feel like, like he's come out in like reports before, like, like how he didn't like working, um, with this, uh, ensemble cast, uh, and building a universe and in unifying movies and stuff like that. There was an interview, I think it was like maybe like five years ago, um, and uh, he was saying that he was not a big fan of that. But like now he's like expected to build this universe. I mean, maybe he doesn't like you not know, having control. 
Maybe that's the real that issue. That might be, yeah, yeah that like might be the Warner real issue. Be, yeah. Warner Brothers was like, yes, you have to stay within these lines. Yeah. Whereas this is, he's creating all the characters. Like, he used to choose, you know, where this is going. He used to choose the direction of the franchise. That might be a huge Up thing. Up his alley, yeah. Yeah. All right, anything else you guys want to say that you liked or loved that we should hit on before some maybe plot critiques or something? I got a few things, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have a few things, too. Uh, what did you guys think about uh, Peter's? Uh, that's uh, Tig Notaro's character. Uh-huh. What do you guys think about that? Okay, oh, just um, in general, I loved yeah. it. Okay, but... so she was actually gonna be one of the things that I brought up in the critiques. Great. Oh, okay. All right. Um, well, good segue then. Yeah. Um, so, for, so for me, okay, so she was relatively funny as a character. Did you say two million dollars? Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, but um, I don't know if you guys knew this, but her character was actually recast. Yep. Um. Uh, an she actor was... named Cristalia. Mm-hmm. She actually never, oh, her and Dave Bautista never met. Um, in that wait, wait, entire wait, wait. she did not. She was inserted digitally post production after the entire movie was filmed. And I felt the entire time like yeah. I knew it. Like I could tell. Huh. Like the entire time I could tell it was okay. You so you say that now? Now T roll never noticed once. Yeah, never even picked up on that. So. But you, you, the, his the, eyes the, way better than mine, though. The like. scenes that she was in, they looked a little off. Yes, they looked like it was either the the ratio was off with the camera, or like the the eight, like the I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but like the I'm, the the technical yep. term, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, is, is I'm losing it. But like, have you like you you know in whose line is it anyway? When they would do the whole scene where they would have a green screen and the person that was acting like kind of had to like act in it and then what was ever happening was happening that's how i felt like she was acting like it, it's not it's nothing against her as an actress because i do think she she did a a decent job in the role but I could feel it. So like, why was she recast? I, I, I didn't see the okay. I, I, to finish off real quick. Sorry, I sorry. didn't see the the um, chemistry like in those scenes. Like it didn't feel yeah. like you know they were in the same room when this was happening. Right. So so what happened was it was a a stand up comedian named Crystalia. And I believe it had to do with some uh, sexual harassment allegations. Yes. Um, yes. And he okay. was originally supposed to be the the helicopter pilot, but then he got into some trouble with that. He and... was uh, digitally scraped from the movie. Wow, that's yep. remarkable. I mean, yeah. to spent, be honest, they, though, they spent millions of dollars. Yeah, to... well, they did a good job because, I mean, casual viewer like yeah, myself is yes. not going to notice. Exactly, yes. Yeah, I so. mean, I think, I, did the be- I think they did the best job they could in that situation, Yeah, but... They I, did I better felt like than things Mar- were lacking. They did better than Marvel did in Falcon Winter Soldier with uh, oh, their reshoots. Yeah, their reshoots, yeah, for sure. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, that's a good example. So, like, well, that was a different uh, type so, of reshoot, but yes, yeah. So, like, Ar- Army of the Dead. Um, I mean, it's a movie that, like, uh, a viewer like uh, Shimato and myself, we were like, oh yeah, at the beginning of the year, we're like, hey, I'm looking forward to that new Zack Snyder movie, uh, Army of the Dead. Yeah. Whereas, like, we probably had to actually tell you to watch Army of the Dead. You did. Um, yeah, as, you did. As, as the casual. I remember viewer. you putting the gun to my head. Yeah. Actually yeah. Saying we're, I had to like watch Army it. of the Dead, like months beforehand, we're like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, Army of the Dead is gonna be a movie we're gonna review. Like, yeah. I remember watching the trailer thinking this looks so dumb <laughs> but i knew i knew it'd yeah. be fun to there i knew that there were going to be things about it that'd be really fun to talk about which there are right and yeah. there's 
we've been going for a while, and I'm still ready to keep going because uh, it yeah. was a fun. Yeah, there, there was yeah a lot of things to talk about. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. So yes, but, but yeah, yeah, that was pretty interesting. The fact that she was all. I'm glad you mentioned that. I had no yeah. idea. Yeah. Um. So that that was one of my critiques, and you know, it's one of those things where you know it, it pulled me out of the movie in moments. Uh, when I was watching it, and see, like you, you're saying all this, right? And I actually enjoyed her character. I, I enjoyed her character a lot. Like I feel like her her delivery on some of the stuff was uh, a, a comedic, and I enjoyed the the, the timing of it. Um, the scenes on the the rooftop where she's trying to get the engine fixed, yeah, and uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's fine, it's fine," but it's like blowing up and on fire. <laughs> I mean. Granted, for the scenario, she should have been like, I need help here. Like, get up here and, like, fix yep. this thing. But she's like, no, no, no. I got it. Yep. Like, it's no big deal. Well, and see, that that scene works because there's no one else in there. And normally they would shoot that scene with mm-hmm. – they'd, be, they'd just be talking back and forth in a room. They, they wouldn't actually put anybody in the room. So that scene also works. And I'm not saying I didn't like her as a character. I didn't – I just did not like – the the you could tell it, it, you could it, tell it was, she wasn't yes, there. It, yeah. it, it was it was something wonky. It was I could tell the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, the second part, probably one of the second bigger critiques was I felt like his daughter. I, I did not like her. No, as a okay, at all right, all. yes, okay. Let's like let's, bro. Let's stay bro, here for a minute, bro. She was the worst biggest, thing about this movie. Biggest critique. Yes. Yeah. She biggest was, critique, man. She, she was the epitome of the character who. Is trying to be self righteous and higher than thou, with yeah. and be not like her mind was in a situation where it made no sense for her to be this way. Oh, you know? absolutely! Like yeah. that, that was what grinded me the most. It's like there are situations to get on your high horse and talk about things. This was this not, is one not of them. it. No, not at all. Uh, uh, my biggest thing was like Dave Batista's character and his leadership that was yeah. supposedly supposed to be like established. Uh, he says no to her, like in front of all these people, and then he goes and does a side conversation with his daughter, and like comes back and it's like, okay, we're gonna do this. Meet Kate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So immediately he's losing all credibility yeah. of moving forward. Like the only thing that's keeping them uh, look viewing him as a leadership status is his big giant muscles. Like that's the only thing that's keeping him from <laughs> yeah. doing that because yeah. he loses all credibility as a leader and what's right for the mission by. Taking her on and saying, "Well, look for the uh, Gita if uh, if she's if she's along the way." Yeah, yeah. The uh, the only two people that would uh, stand behind him would be Maria and Vanderhoe. Mm-hmm. Like those are the only two people because they knew they know more about him than just this yeah. They're already money. established as a team in the montage. Yeah. So yeah. So that that made well, yeah. I hated her as a character. She was always. So full of herself throughout the entire. Oh my gosh! Um, and she was just a volunteer. Like, when does a volunteer like get that much like say into like this quarantine zone? Like, I got to go after Gita. Like, I'm a volunteer. I'm getting you in here. Like, I'm a volunteer. No, like, get it. No. Well, I don't think it had anything to do with her being like high up or anything like that. But you know, it was just that she was a volunteer, so it was easy for her to get into the quarantine zone because she already had. Yeah, the... but still, that amount of freedom that a volunteer should be able to have, like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. there was the, they, uh, yeah, the quarantine her. zone. Whoever it's governed by should have been like, who's this volunteer with all these people? Like, she, they we no visitors. Like, come on, uh, easy as that. Yeah, what I mean, it, pretty much it's just a wild, wild west. Is the way I saw it. Was yeah. that area was. Basically, a refugee camp, and there was almost there was it was not even under U.S. law, really, is what I I saw it as. Yeah. It was just a step outside of 
you know, Las mm-hmm. Vegas at that point. So let me let me read you guys my shorthand notes on my phone that I was taking while the movie was going on. Again, mainly because it was two and a half hours, and just all the stuff with Kate and and his and and Scott, you know, Dave Batista's character. Stupid daughter story. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> Tried to find some like you know moral like high ground whatever way to get her in on the mission. Like that's what it was. Yeah. Find, yeah. find yeah. some like uh some, feel good to way make to make her included. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Uh to me, mission seems hard enough as it is. Not For sure why sure. not sure why Scott Ward needs his daughter in there. <laughs> I'm here to watch a zombie movie, not some stupid family drama in the middle of a zombie swarm. Yeah. And then a love drama? And then that girl didn't even last. Scott no, after, yeah, after she poured that was, her that heart was out. Brutal yeah. She was one of the ones where I was like Oh, this is this. The framing of this scene is not good for her. Like, no. I was like, oh, she is about to die. Yeah. And then the doors open, her head gets snapped. Zombie King right there in the elevator. So, So, I mean, so so I'm like, finish my, let me finish my notes. Snyder, why? Like, like, zombies, zombies, zombies. Slow piano music and a uh, heartwarming dialogue with your daughter or your your fling poorly timed yeah those are yeah. poorly timed yeah for sure. so and i said finally i said oh my gosh shoot me in the head like a shambler so those, <laughs> those are my notes on everything with kate and his little squeeze i just nice. i didn't like all that i i i yeah. mean i'm mean, like am i just being too i mean you you sign up for a zombie shoot 'em up kill 'em movie yeah. um and you don't really have time for dave for, batista for that yeah to, but but see, that's the thing. Like he did a good job executing. That. He did. She, on the other hand, did not. I mean, she might. The actress might have done a yeah. good job, but that was not. It was obviously not again, good writing. Again, it just seems hard enough as it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, then they go ahead and explain it away, and and she says she literally says like I can either go with you and you can protect me, or I can go on myself oh and my I might gosh. get killed. Like that is the worst, man. Like, yeah. Oh, of course he's going to let you go with him because you like you throw that out there and yeah. you expect him to be like okay yeah go on your own she and- she just she's just so self righteous and like yeah. even from the, the very guilt. beginning yeah. the okay. very first scene you see her in she gets herself in trouble for no reason no reason which, uh, although the guy was a complete and utter just dirtbag yeah. yeah but like he, he, still she got herself even in that sense she got herself into trouble you know for no she, reason yeah, yeah like you know just because they were trying to make her a strong female character and it didn't work like there were other women that would have been in this movie that would have been a better strong female character uh his love interest maria lily the coyote uh were, gita who goes to, for her family's sake yeah. and G- <laughs> Goes Gita, into the zone. Gita could have been a better yeah. one as well. Um, even uh, I think I think her name is or Chambers. Chambers would have been, you know, like even like hers was pretty cool. Even though her introduction was, oh hey, I'm bringing her with me. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I, that actually was a part of something that I actually really liked. Um, I love that scene where the guy just the guy just like bolts. He's like. Once he finds out I'm what's out. actually happening, he's like, oh, I'm done. I yeah. was in 100% belief that he was going to walk to his car and, like, get shot by yes. Martin. Oh, yeah. Uh, me, too. me too. Easily. Like, like I thought, Tanaka's I thought, like, yeah. no chance this guy's getting out yeah, of here. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I thought it would have been one of those oh. situations where it's like, oh, we can't have somebody blabbing about our plan. Which just... I thought when they found the plans on the table and saying that there was a team here before us, it was that guy trying to... Uh, Clean that up? Yeah, trying... Well, oh, no. Yeah. It was that guy trying to do the a whole plan himself and not have to worry about considering Tanaka as as a part of the plan. Mm, maybe, yeah. That's Interesting. What, yeah. 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 But, then, but then they yeah. flushed that out a little bit. The Tanaka way, one made more sense. M- yeah. The Coyote, so Lily and yeah. Martin... Yes. 
Okay, the whole scene where he takes off the queen's head. Yeah. Okay. First of I'll, all. Yeah. Okay. First of all, first critique. <laughs> maybe the U.S. government. Maybe the answer to this question is, "Duh, T. Roll." U.S. government's stupid, but it's like. <laughs> You can't control these things. What makes you think you can tr- control these things? So they get they go in there to try to get the uh, the head. So some blood, right, yeah, right, the alpha head. So stupid. But secondly, what was Lily think? Like, what were they even doing going out there? Like, what did he promise her that she could? have? It just seems so in order like, to get to because they said they were going to go seal the doors. I'm like, what yeah. were they? It just seemed like a the biggest. Well, they had a like a little moment like a, a before that to where like uh, he, he was kind of like, oh, I can use your skills, and then and then that led to the okay, we're gonna go outside here and do this. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I I feel like he was just gonna give her more money or something like that or something along. Yeah, the line. okay, because she she shoots in the air to draw their attention. Yeah, and and she even said, you said all you needed was a vial of her blood. Yeah. But so he like freaking saw her head, head off. off. That was disgusting. Yeah. Which, um, if he didn't do that, then they would have had a successful mission. They would have had it. Yeah. Uh, at least uh, the idea of a more successful mission. I feel like yeah. it still would have broken down because it seemed like they were going to break something, some more rights or some, something that would piss off the zombies in another direction. Uh, my biggest critique with that is, okay, so she is the second most important zombie why is, does she only have one bodyguard? And why, why why is she going out in general? Yeah, why is Zeus correct? Yes, uh, because we learn if she's that, pregnant, which yes, was we learn that weird, she's, weird that she's yeah. pregnant. Weird. The yeah. whole scene where he takes her body back to their uh, their headquarters and pulls the baby out. Oh my gosh! It, it was it a was very strange. Baby? Yeah, but then they don't even linger on that a minute. Like they don't like. Yes, he screams and he's everyone else is chanting. And then they you, move on. You know what I thought was would have been a cool scene there is if they if it was still slightly live and they put it into the, one of the women that was in the in the oh, room. Oh yes, yes. Oh my like, god! To, to yeah. have like that baby feed off of them. Oh, I fully thought that. I fully <laughs> thought that Zeus, the main alpha zombie, was going to. We were going to see him like impregnate uh, one of those ladies, and they, the only way that the, the impregnation could happen is if he interacted with a live human oh and not a zombie gosh. human. And then she became a zombie human because the zombie baby feasted oh on her. Yeah, or something. something else. Yeah, but it just made no sense. Even, even like the original <laughs> scene where she comes out with only because I think she, the, the first time. It's only um, it's only them two as well. Like, why don't you have a larger guard if she is that important to you? Why is yeah, stupid? Yeah, like she I, come I, out I like a horde of like a dozen, maybe. Like, yeah, like at least yeah. you know, like uh, or at least had the the tiger with you, you know. Oh yeah, you know? Well, like, which we didn't even yeah we haven't even mentioned love the, that the tiger, tiger took now. a nap on the car, which yes. is, which I thought was just and he even yawns. Yes, yeah. well that's foreshadowing because. Um, that, that's, it's to, if you really think about it, then the guy shows up and then you're like, oh yeah, the lion did, or the tiger did stop here and take a nap. And oh, then. that was great. Yeah. Yes. I loved Martin dying by yes. the tiger. And it was a brutal death. Oh, it was like, a It was not slow. Like, and I was like, are they going to go to the next scene? Are they going to go to the next scene? I yeah. can't like. So, like, uh, it was, it was so, pretty rough. like one of the things that I. Like I'm gonna critique is like, like a lot of the the cool cool scenes 
were not as like visually appealing because it took place in a darker setting. Like it was either in a uh, like lights dimmed casino yeah. before the generator and uh, the the scenes that were outside. Uh, I feel like like the tiger fight with Martin. Like you could see all of it because yeah. it was lit up. It was very well lit. Whereas all the other scenes were like in the basement, in a safe, like those those type of scenes. But then like on the rooftop, when you see Zeus and the helicopter, those scenes were well lit and they were awesome. Yeah. So I feel like uh, the lighting played a, a an effect into the the quality of the scenes as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it definitely could have been that way. I was I was also kind of hoping maybe Lily was going to be turned into like his next zombie queen. Like, you know, in this... I, I expected at least one of them to be turned something. into. Something. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and uh, something I liked about the Zombie King was that the amount of times you you kind of noticed him in the in the background, like a silhouette of him before yeah. he he showed up. Like, he's in that hallway, and they haven't addressed it yet, but I can see something in that hallway, yeah. and oh, it's probably uh, him. Like when he was on the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. Stuff like that, yeah. For, yeah, when he's first introduced, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so they... They ended it with uh, Vanderho being on the getting out, escaping. Yes, he escapes yes. from the safe. Which, if he's coming out that fresh after a nuclear bomb, there's gonna be radiation yeah, everywhere. Which, can I just say, I watched that scene three times of him being put in the safe in the fight with Zeus. Uh huh. And I don't see him get bit once, but he is revealed to uh, have getting bit. To he gets bit. And see, my point is, instead of having him, like I think it'd be better if they have. I feel like if man, this would have been so much better in my mind because, especially because we didn't like Kate. Yeah. What if they killed the zombie king on that plane crash or uh, helicopter ride, and Kate and uh, Scott are the only one to survive? But we know he was bit by the zombie king. But what if like it ended with him becoming the next zombie king, and the next movie is a Dave Batista zombie Yeah, a zombie king. movie. Uh, As a zombie I've, king. Yeah. I, so honestly, I honestly expected him to turn into a zombie and her not be able to pull the trigger and yeah. kill him. And, like, he is, like, conscious and, like, he has thoughts of, like, oh, this is my daughter. I will protect her because I I still have these uh, uh, memories of her, but I am a zombie oh, for I didn't go that far. Yeah, that's what I, I fully expected amazing, that. Yeah. I fully expected that, but I but didn't But the way they tried all new things, I mean, maybe, yeah. I mean... It well, would have been just cool the to see way like, the movie was like going, a, like yeah. a vision of him, and almost done like a zombie transformation. And like he sees her as her daughter, he sees her as his daughter, and she becomes less and less like his daughter as he's turning. Yeah. And she he sees her more as like a piece of she, meat. Yes, it's yeah. like a piece of meat. It just is something to you know attack. And yeah. then did you guys out. did you guys get a little bit of like Rogue One vibes where like <laughs> no one survives like. Uh, I, I mean, I, I noticed that nobody was surviving. Yeah. Um, like, when did you pick up on the fact that, like, okay, nobody in this movie is going to survive? Uh, when it was just him and Peters on the helicopter and they need to go get her? I thought they were the only three left. I mean, because in my mind, Vanderhoe was stuck in this locked yeah. vault and he's never oh, getting yeah, out. Yeah. That he's was going to get thoughts. blown up with the bomb. I wrote down. Right. Well, no, I wrote down, like, that vault, in my mind, the vault was going to be safe, but he's locked in there. Oh, like, I, oh, like I was, he was going like to have a fate worse like than he's going to suffocate. Yeah, he's and, just going yeah. to die or, of or hunger worse. and darkness. Okay. It could be hunger because, I mean, I'm sure there's ventilation in there. He would have died of hunger. He would have died of, like, if, if that's how he was going to go. Um, the only way I thought, like, once I saw that the mission was set up, I was like, no one's going to survive. And then I saw his daughter was going in, and I was like, maybe his daughter. Like, it, it was – the way it was set up, it, it's a zombie movie. 
Like, it may be a heist movie, but it is a zombie movie, and zombie movies don't have great survival rates. <laughs> no, no, they really don't. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I think, like, if if they make future stuff, it's going to be set in Mexico City to start. Yeah, with yes, so that's where Vanderhoe's heading. Right, yeah. but, like, I mean, I guess that's cool. In my mind, it was like, I'd rather see him survive, literally, yeah. with no bite, and see Dave Bautista's character be... Yeah, the news like that would to me that would have been so much better. I uh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that'd have been awesome. But I would have also liked to see Vander Ho like be the lead in the next movie and not have to deal with the bite. And he actually that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, been yeah. so much better um, in my opinion. So, did you guys catch that like in the very beginning, like when they leave Area Fifty One, like it's like a, a glimmer, but it's like a you can literally see a uh, alien ship like leave area 51 no like, i didn't see that no i didn't see yeah, that yeah like as soon as the the convoy leaves the gate at uh area 51 mm. like if you look and the the, the uh, at the screen in the from left to right there is a like like shooting star looking thing but it's clearly like a, a ufo so it's one. That's one of those things where, like, Zack Snyder's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna put like a little Easter egg here, a little Easter egg there. Well, what if they're, uh, what if it's not truly a zombie virus? What if it's like a alien. like a parasite, yeah, like an an alien parasite type of thing, yeah, where but they spread it the way that we think of when we think of zombies. Yeah, I mean, I can, I mean, yeah. I can see Zack Snyder <laughs> doing that, um, but I mean, yeah. we have of, gotten to that point of yeah. this review. And then, the, well, yeah, and then there's like a, on the on the phone when somebody's watching one of the news articles, and it, it mentions a uh, 2004 Milwaukee uh, outbreak, uh, oh. and, and that's in reference to Dawn of the Dead, his first his first oh, movie that he did, really. Which he stated in an interview that saying that they're not connected at all, but then why put that in the movie if that's that's even going to be just a nod? A, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously it's just a nod, but uh, I mean, he could easily make them connected, so. All right, uh, let's do some yays or nays. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say yay. Uh, it was entertaining throughout. Um, lots to make you think of. Um, hopefully that these prequel series can add to this universe, and hopefully we talk about a, a third movie down the road in several years, and it's like wrapping up full completion, and we actually are satisfied with the end result. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah I'll say yay as well, and hopefully by the t- end of that third movie, Kate is dead. <laughs> uh, hopefully, the, the first scene in the next movie, she's oh, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one of those cla- the classic, uh, you know, recorrects of whatever happened in the first movie. They're like, we really don't want this person to be the lead, so we're just going to throw him in the first scene and kill him. Yeah. Yeah, but was Vanderhoe bitten by, an al- by, by the Alpha, like the king? He would have had to have been. Yeah, he would have had to have been. I mean, if they're going to continue that this. That whole entire scene where he was fighting a zombie, period, right? Uh, it was, he it was, was fighting it was, the king. He was fighting, but I didn't yeah. see him get a bite. Just like no, you said. I didn't see him get a bite. But uh, which actually, you uh, sparked something in me real quick. Uh, the the saw that Vanderhoe uses, uh-huh. we never. Besides the montage, oh, we never right. actually see him use it to its full potential. You're yeah. right. It, it's only used to cut a hole in the wall. And it's even it. him. It's not even him. We don't get to see him actually use it on a zombie it, it, except for the montage. How disappointing is that that, is that we not get that? Yeah. Sorry. That was just ugh. No, I'm with you. I'm with so you. So frustrating. All right. So yeah, I would say yay mostly. It's not the worst thing we reviewed on this show. No, on no, this no, podcast. Not, not at all. Not at all. Um yeah, I, I Thank think you it's, new mutants. I think if you <laughs> <laughs> I think if you <laughs> if, if you like zombie stuff, which 
you know, to be fair, there are a ton of people who love zombie stuff. Yeah. I'm, oh, zomb- yeah. I'm zombied out. Honestly, I'm zombied out. Um, but it's worth it because they do enough stuff that's different. I mean, the dude's wearing a helmet. The zombie king yeah. smart enough to put a helmet on. They're, they're using elevators. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's about it for uh, Army of the Dead, unless y'all have anything else. Um, I feel like. Feel like we've 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 maxed out. We should probably wrap this up. Yeah. How, how about some uh, recommendations? You guys have any recommendations for anything going on? Anything you want to shout out? That you're yeah, watching? I got one. Um, you know, for our fan base, they may already know about this one, but Marvel's Modok. Um, I just came out on Hulu. It was I I, I watched all the way through it. It's a it, it's a interesting take on the villain of uh, villain side of things, where you get to actually see from the other point of view. Um, it is definitely a comedy, and it has a very good voice cast with Patton Oswalt and um, Bill Hader is in it, and even John Hamm shows up for a little bit. So I mean, it's, it's got a really good voice cast, and it, it it's an interesting, um, you know, story about the life from the villain point of view. All right, yeah, I'm I'm Modoc. actually looking forward to watching that as well. Um, I have not started it yet, but I I I plan on I plan on starting it. So, um. So my recommendation, uh, you guys will notice that like a lot of my recommendations are going to probably be uh, anime related, just because I, I I'm really into anime right now. I'm actually uh, laying the groundwork now for a uh, anime podcast that I'm going to be starting, and uh, yeah, exactly. So that's how much I really love it. But uh, there is uh, an anime that I started watching that is uh, ongoing right now. It's called 86, and uh, uh, what it is is that it's a uh, society that has formed um, from, uh, I guess, uh, either a monster outbreak or, I don't I mean, I'm trying not to go too, like, spoiler spoilery, but it's like a monster outbreak that has happened, but... Uh, these machines, uh, I'm gonna say, quote unquote, machines are 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 fighting the battle that are manned by uh, unmanned. Shoot, how do I say it? Oh, AI. Okay, right. Like, so somebody is sitting behind a computer desk with a uh, virtual reality uh, like drone technology. Yes, like a drone technology. Uh, however, it's revealed shortly into uh, episode one that the drone technology is actually it's the person communicating with the pilot, which is an actual person. Uh, um, mo- uh, of the, the the machine that's fighting these monsters, so it's a society that looks down on the people that are manning these AI uh, machines, and and so much so where they're like they're not real people, but in all actuality, one person who takes control of these uh, virtual uh, droids or, or or machines, they're like, oh, I'm treating them like they're people because I feel like they are, and it turns out that they are actually real people and. In some Ender Games vibe. Yes, it has a yes, huge, huge Ender Games vibe for sure. But uh, definitely check out eighty six. I probably butchered that uh, description, but uh, <laughs> it is a a, a phenomenal uh, anime. I I say if you're into uh, mecha anime, if you're into um, twists and turns, that's definitely gonna be the one for you. All right, shout out eighty six. Uh, don't have any recommendations. Haven't really been watching anything the last couple weeks. Been really busy with work. Um, but, um, I will recommend coming back next week because we will be doing a deep dive on the character of Loki 
in preparation for the Loki series that will be coming out in just like two weeks on Disney Plus. Yes. Yep. That's gonna be exciting, man. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Are you gonna watch anything in preparation for that? I'm gonna watch Avengers, the first one, because yeah. that's where that's that's that Loki in 2012 that we're gonna get at the beginning yep. of the series. Um, so I don't want to watch anything past that. Yeah. I mean, we can review, we can deep dive into everything else, of course, that comes after because there's so much depth with Loki. Yeah. I mean, there really is so much development with him. Just he's developed more than most of and honestly, he's developed more than a lot of uh, like they have given time to Loki's development in as a whole more than some of the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They really, uh, <laughs> they really cashed out on Loki. Oh, for sure, for sure. For yeah. sure. They struck gold. So with, um, with Tommy Boy. So, um, yeah. So come on back for that. We're gonna do that deep dive review and also kind of preview, probably a little speculation for the series, the Loki series, um, and then get ready for uh, multiple weeks of reviewing Loki. We've we've got a lot of. We just talked about our schedule for the next couple months. We got a lot of things to review. It's gonna be a busy summer. Really, the rest of this year. I think is going to be jam-packed. Um, so, yeah, come on back. Check us out. Please share this podcast uh, with your friends and um, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod and uh, just join us for the journey. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to um, continue doing this with you guys. So with that in mind, uh, for my good friends Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek podcast we will see you next time you peasants